KVLA Talk 1580 wouldn't be a Talking Point Tuesday without a little controversy. And uh, I am happy to introduce my next guest. He is an experienced speaker on the national stage, past president of the Rock Island, Illinois chapter of the NAACP, a national crisis director for the National Action Network. He's a veteran of the U.S. Navy, worked for the U.S. Uh, Army Corps of Engineers, and he is the founder and president of the Living and Driving While Black Foundation Incorporated. He's also the host of Let the Truth Be Told on the Exceptional Conservative Network and a member of the uh, Project 21, um, pro- well, project, uh, Pastor David Lowry. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, good morning, and thank you for having me. Um, first, let me give all praises to God and my Lord and Savior, Yahshua, for making it possible for me to wake up this morning, and everybody that's listening, thank you again. Yeah, well, thank you for being with us. You know, you have possibly one of the most confusing bios I've ever read. Uh, first of all, thank you for your <laughs> service. Uh, leader of the NAACP uh, chapter who... Um, is also a member of Project 21. Right there, here, cue sound of head exploding. Let, let me explain to you why. <laughs> uh, let, when I first came off the plantation, see, I was on the plantation in the mine with the Liberal Party. I grew up in Chicago, in uh, uh, Inglewood. Grandmother was the alderwoman in the 16th Ward, but we've always voted Liberal. But it wasn't until I really started taking a look at how black people are living and how we're not advancing that made me start doing research. So I became so, so by plantation, you mean you're a former Democrat who's now a Republican? Well, I, I, what, no, I'm not a Republican. I mean, I'm an independent. Oh, OK. So I, I, one of I, those independents. I mean, to me, if you're independent, <laughs> but you're saying all the Republican talking points, I OK, fine. But well, no, no, but that's but why I this. think let's independent let's voters let's are sort of a myth. Well, but let's let's be honest, okay? What? Yeah. And to, Honesty. To, to that's to what I do. Folks, believe me, as a pastor, <laughs> that's what I believe in. Well, but check okay. This out. <laughs> Not the all pastors do that. We know that. Us out here yeah. today, yeah, yeah. Black people that's listening to me today, think about this. Look at our neighborhoods. Black on black crime. We just got inundated. What is black on black crime? Black men killing black men and others. Do you we do you also use the term inundated. white on white crime? Well, uh, yeah, crime is crime, but I'm talking about no, oh, no, it's crime, crime. Yeah, right yeah, right. But do you? Crime but do you? Crime. But crime so crime. why do you? So but then, I'm, why do you I'm say black saying, on black crime? Do you say Latino on Latino what, crime? Do you say Asian well, on listen, Asian crime? No, no. I need an answer because to me, that's part of the pathologizing of everything black. No, no, no. Let me do this. You have a special name for for it when we do it, but crime is crime. We. Crime is crime, but I'm so talking stop about giving it a color label. The crime in the black community. So stop giving it a color because, label. If crime is crime, why are you giving it a color label? Right, right. But check this out. It, what's happening in the black community uh, with all our young people who do not have a foundation? They they're not being educated well. Um, they do not have the leadership that we need in order for us to advance as black folks. Now, I didn't call to argue, but I'm just calling to tell the truth. <laughs> no, 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 Darn I it. did not. I the, the, the name of the truth, <laughs> my, the name of my show is that the truth be told. And, and I'm just saying, look at us as a people. 
We're probably last on the list. They just thought about you know what? the name of my show is the name of my show is first things first. And I, you know what? I also believe in telling the truth, but this is a talking point Tuesday. So when I hear a flagrant talking point go by, it's not just arguing for the sake of arguing. It's addressing something that I find to be a toxic talking point. And black on black crime is one of those. Because whenever you specially pathologize something problematic and give it its own special blackety-black label, I have a problem with that. Until you start saying white-on-white crime, which you don't, which crime nobody does. It's white crime. Okay, so th- crime is in the white yeah, community. Yeah, but we right, but we don't say white on white crime. The scourge of white on white crime. You know, what are we going <laughs> to do about Sidney Powell and the white on white crime? We don't well, do that. You know, that's politics. That's well, politics. It's still crime. You got a felony is still a crime. Is, yeah. But 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 check this out. See, we're here to talk about issues like Black Lives Matter that they got rich off. Everybody's community. Okay, you are, you you change the subject. The I love the way you company. just did a, a quick U turn. You ought to change the subject. You know, okay, so we, here's we, the we, thing. We, we would, we would, I we work. Would be all day trying to specify crime, but no, I just I need you to acknowledge that it's not. It doesn't serve black people for you to pathologize us by labeling a thing black on black crime. White people kill white people. Latino people kill Latino people. Asian, for the most part, people kill and harm no who, who is in their proximity. Right. So I just want you to crime, stop pathologizing crime crime, us. Crime, crime, crime is crime no matter who does it, whether it's white, black, green, or what. It's all crime. Colorblind That's crime. Okay, Pastor. That's all it is. Okay, okay so you want to so, bash so, Black Lives Matter. Here come the talking no, points. No, 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 no I, I'm I really familiar my, with I, these. I do that. You I, just did it. I, I, wanna, I heard you. You did no, it on no, my show. No, no, yes, I you did. Was, and I see, they, I worked they, for Fox Soul, so I've heard all these talking points. No I've heard. The black community. But okay, who's they? Let's, let's, <laughs> let's get in the question lane. Are you talking about the Black Lives Matter Global ne- Network Foundation? Are you talking about the 33 chapters of the Black Lives Matter Grassroots? Are you talking about Black Lives Matter, the I'm, movement I'm, I'm, I'm in general? About, are you talking, talking about, about the movement talking, for black lives? Because those I'm, are all I'm different talking, organizations. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about Black Lives Matter. Who rioted with George Floyd? Who got so you're talking about the movement? You're talking companies. about the oh well I'm the people. About it as a movement. So right. you okay? I'm, I'm you're talking, talking about, about the movement. movement. Okay, so that's like saying movement. civil rights. Mo- the civil rights movement didn't put any money into the black community. That's a concept. If you if you want to slam well, somebody saying it, they mean, did they a crime, you need to be specific. Did, okay, who are you? But if you're going to slam people and slander them, then you need to be specific. Who are you talking it's about? The point of being be truthful. specific. Okay, well, if you're going to be truthful, be specific. Okay, so let's let's okay, so let's, let's look at Black Lives Matter. They got rich off what they're who is they, they? Were going to do. Who who the got Black rich? Black Lives Matter movement. The, the mo- you mean all the rich. people that marched, those millions of people around the world, those nine, those more people that marched than ever marched in, since we've been keeping I, track that we're all rich? The, I'm talking about... I marched I'm, with I'm Black Lives Matter. The, I'm, I'm not rich. I'm, 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 I'm talking about all the millions of dollars that was taken in and not one penny was ever put back oh, into the Oh, so black you're community. talking about That's the Black Lives about. Matter Global Network Foundation. That's what you're but talking whatever about. Whatever that they did, they got rich. That's so you don't know what you're talking about because you said whatever they did. No, no, no. I can tell you where those millions of dollars are. They're with the Global Network well, the Foundation. Is in the pudding. Look in at the black community. They only choose certain. They only choose certain issues. The proof is in the pudding. So like you, okay. So you so, think? So, I mean, you, you, 
You, wait, wait, answer my question. No, no, I'm not. No. The truth. No, I'm asking you questions. That's you're saying you're that entire because movement got rich. We have not advanced. We just got used and abused with the migrants that came here. That they, they're finding resources for them, but they couldn't find resources for black okay, people. Okay, so veterans, well, let's let's take one of your we'll take one of your talk. You know what, Pastor Chicago. Lowry? Over talking me doesn't yeah. work. I'll let you talk, and and you let me talk. Okay. So um, okay, we'll do it like that. We so can I'm argue, to, but I'm that's to fine. Say is this. No, no. Let, let, I need you to take one say. talking point at a time. First, you okay, were bashing, okay. bashing the Black Lives Matter movement. No, I wasn't bashing uh, yes, you I'm were. You said the they got rich and didn't put any money into the community, which I happen to know isn't true. But I need to know what, what are you talking California? about? But which Black? Are you talking about the movement for Black Lives? That's one organization. I'm talking about the whole black movement lives. itself. Well, then, then how, how, well, how you can't speak in generalization. Not, no kind of way. That's not the truth. Black Lives Matter has, has made tremendous, tremendous gains for uh, black people in all kinds we of ways. We don't see it here in, in Chicago. Well, There's nothing here in Chicago okay, that so, they've done that so, they help us here. So when, specifically in Chicago, you're talking about crime, correct? No, we're talking about everything in Chicago. We're talking about the homosexuals in the schools. We're talking about... Uh, the migrants who are here inundating our city and burning our resources up. We're talking about no economic development in the black community, and we got black leadership. We're talking about things that we need to be talking about because nobody is addressing the issues. Ah, well, Everybody you must tune into KBLA, Pastor David Lowry, because we're addressing these issues every single day. But I'll, we'll, I'll, I got some follow-up questions for the long list a mind-numbing list of talking points that you just put out. Uh, we can talk about those, and we will. We're talking with Pastor David Lowry of the Let the Truth Be Told show on the Exceptional Conservative Network on KBLA Talk 1580. More of First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. The conversation continues right now, right now, right now with right now. Dominique DePrima on First Things First. first. Things first. Continues right now with Pastor David Lowry. He is a radio host in his own right, as well as obviously a pastor and founder of president of an organization called the Living and Driving While Black Foundation Incorporated. He says it's a national civil rights organization advocating against racial profiling. Um, so you said you were saying that you felt that Black Lives Matter hadn't done anything and you gave a list of things you felt they should have done something about. Are you saying that you feel no, that no, Black no. Lives Matter should stop homosexuals from being in schools? Uh, what I'm saying is this. A five grader, a, a, a kindergartner does not need to know what a lesbian is or a bisexual. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that in the schools that we have here in Illinois, our children are reading and writing at that less than 20%, math skills less than 20%. And you think that's because graduated. they know what a lesbian is? No, let, no, no, let me explain to you what I'm saying because you keep cutting in. That means that they're not being taught anything. Well, but what they are learning, what they are my learning job, by the way. Is the, is, it, it, what they are learning is the homosexual lifestyle. And that's, that should not be taught into the schools but that's something that needs to you be... You know, I hear that, that talking point a lot. I, I haven't seen courses on the homosexual lifestyle, as you, it. 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 as you call it. As you call it. I know there is some LGBTQ curriculum in certain schools. Um, it's not about a lifestyle. It's exp it's um, including uh, the existence of the LGBT community 
in curriculum. So you think that, are you for banning books or how would you, are you, um, no, no, I, how would I you control? That. Because most young people today, by the time they get to fifth grade, uh, they have a phone or they have a friend with the phone. They already know that, um, to be honest well, with you. So um, are you saying we should ban books? Are you ch- talking about changing curriculum? What, what is the solution in your eyes? The solution is the curriculum needs to be taken out of the public school system, and children need to learn Which how curriculum? to read and write. Well, yeah, they weren't the, learning. They, the, I mean, that, those are two separate the, issues. The, this whole, but I, I agree with here, you. They need the, to learn how to read the, and write. Yeah. The, the issue here in Illinois for us is that they're graduating our kids at 80 and 90 percent, and half of them can't read. They can't write. Uh, their reading level is so low. So... But they are learning about transgenders. They are learning because I doubt that. the system here in Illinois, yeah, system here in Illinois has totally went to another field. So how do uh, we get how do we get people children. on how do we get people to learn how to read and write, Pastor? Well, first of all, we need to remove that curriculum out, and we need. To but get what does that have to do with whether teaching. people can read or write? Because if you don't teach people how to read and write, then they won't be productive citizens in society. Obviously, and but what does that have to do? Are you one of these of people who's panicking about critical race theory in school, even though it's only taught in not graduate school? Not at all. Okay, so you not don't have a problem even if they were teaching critical race theory, which they're not. But even if they were, you wouldn't have a problem with it. If they're teaching critical race theory, then the parents that send their children to that school have to make a decision if that's something that they want their children yeah, to learn. Yeah, but that's that's not none, something none that's of, taught in elementary classes, school anyway. Not, not, none of these classes that in the schools today, like the book framing, is so much stuff that's in the classroom so what about, today um, that our children need to not know. What about ethnic studies? Because they're not old enough to handle What, what like about that. ethnic studies, which is a requirement in California? What, what about that? Are you good with that? Well, we should. Yes, I'm good with, I'm good with this part. I'm good with a black history. I think that everybody should know their history, whether you're black, green, or what. You should know where you came right. from. Uh, and even, even if you're gay, you still you still need to know your history. So it's, we haven't been had black history. When I graduated in 1974, I had to go in 1972, force my school to get a black historian right. so we can learn about Absolutely. black Absolutely. So, so clear, it's so, never been in our curriculum. So you don't... That's you, something that my parents taught me. So you don't uh, just... You, but you schools. disagree with DeSantis that around teaching things like we learn valuable um, skills, employment skills from our enslavement and stuff like that. Like that. No, no, I disagree with that because everything came from Africa and it was black folks who built these cities, the pyramids. It was black folks that did all of that. So that is very disrespectful for him to say that uh, because the skills that they learn from us, yeah, so well, this that's is all, true. This is all about the, this is all about the flip flop of history, and for the lack of knowledge of people will perish. Black folks, we don't know who we are. Everybody hate us. That's because we don't know what we're supposed to be doing ourselves. I, I don't. We wait on I don't believe everybody us hates something. us. I believe that white but, no, supremacy no, no, is targets just, us, but I don't believe everybody hates listen, us. Listen, let, let me finish. I don't this. live listen in that world. Okay, so. This is I live I work for God. Let me clarify some things. <laughs> we all work for I God. I work for God. I I, I don't I don't Unless work for we're man. working for I the devil, we all work for, work for the, God. <laughs> I, I don't work I don't work for the politicians. I work directly under God. So as a pastor, it is our responsibilities as men and women of God that we should be making sure that the political arena have God fearing people in there. We should make sure that God's presence is, should be over this world because he's the creator. 
but but the okay. The so America so you so you've you've moved God out. Well, I don't. You know, I I've seen the polling that says more Americans, fewer Americans are going to church, and more Americans uh, identify as not affiliated with organized religion, but they still consider themselves spiritual. So it doesn't necessarily mean they're moving God out. It just means they're moving away from formal institutions. Um, and, and, and you have to have a relationship with God yourself. The church building don't do nothing but stand. Yep. It's my relationship with God that allows see, me to do what I do. So, now I see why you know, your bio is confusing. You have a sort of an interesting uh, political perspective. But now you you stated um, <laughs> before a break that um, that money is being spent in ways that you don't agree with. That money, you know, I think there's a that's a talking point that immigrants get a bunch of money when they come here. That's actually not true, but um, it is true well, that. You know, that when we have people, just let me frame the question, that when we have people come in, they are part of, you know, they are going to school, they are getting health care. So in that sense, it does impact the economy. But many of them are also working and not getting their tax refund. So actually, they, in many cases, they add more than they subtract to the economy. But here's my question. If you're against spending money uh, to help refugees many times from situations we in the United States created. You're against money uh, for uh, any kinds of programs like that. Are you also against, are you uh, America first? Are you against, say, spending money at the, in, on the war in Ukraine or sending money I'll, to I'll the border or Israel? You know, the $105 billion that the president uh, currently wants to spend on U.S. border, Ukraine, and Israel. Oh, and also Taiwan is part of that package. What, what I'm against is this. I'm against seeing homeless veterans sleeping in cardboard boxes in Chicago, not getting medical attention. Well, we're all against that. Not getting, not, 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 not getting food, because I go out and I do those things for them. I'm against the black community being inundated with people who come. We need resources ourselves. You know, they, they brought migrants in here. They're giving them $9,000 cash. They're giving that's, them housing vouchers. That's just not wait, verifiable. That, that's just it, not the but, truth. But, there is no migrant is, getting $9,000 in, in cash. Where? Who's giving it to them? Chicago. From who? It's happening here in Chicago. From who? The city of Chicago. The city of Chicago are giving these folks money. No, not not no. $9,000. No, they're but, flocking but, but, there because people, it, Republican but, governors are sending they, them there from places like Florida and Texas. That's why they're they, well, flocking there. Well, because that's because we opened our arms and said we was a sanctuary state, which we welcomed them in. No, the they are being Chicago illegally saying, shipped in no, no, by no, governors. Nobody said they, they wanted them. them. No, and you know what? Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I, That's not the point. They're being shipped mayor, in by I your Republican Chicago, governors. Our mayor, Lori Lightfoot, welcomed them with open arms, big for them to come. She deactivated ICE. So you're just going to say things here. that aren't true at all? Like, I never, I'm, I'm, Lori I'm Lightfoot tell, never you, begged here. for migrants to come to your city. Oh, she did. What, 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 you asked me a I question. I actually followed the news. And you haven't gotten to the answer. You, I asked you, do you support... Funding support for other countries, i.e., that 105 I billion. Support, I support taking. I, I support making sure Americans have the resources they need before we give money to anybody else. That's what I support. Okay, so I are you running for office because you're avoiding my question? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not but 
this is what I, I, I this is what I'm trying to get you to understand. The money that we've sent to other places need to be invested into Chicago and everywhere else, into the black communities and everybody communities. Really, we need to take care of the citizens who pay taxes first before we start doling money out to everywhere. Now, Got let's it. talk about the package. Let's, let's talk about the package that's going over to the Ukraine and Israel. See, first of all, Israel is supposed to be really technology savvy. So how did they get attacked? Then let's talk about America's role. America gave money to Iran. They knew that they're a terrorist country, but yet they've been dealing with them. So the money that they didn't give them, they unblocked money. Yeah. Well, well, Mm -hmm. let let me say whatever that they're doing, they have helped that country. They've actually frozen it now. Yeah. They've refrozen that money. And so so what I'm saying is this. (laughs) Now, now we're getting to the place where you want to take, billions of dollars that we've already put into Ukraine and have, haven't helped the American people. You want to give more money to the Ukraine. Now you want to give an unlimited, unlimited amount of money to Israel. And yet our gas is high. Rent is high. We don't even get the rent programs because they took to give to the migrants. The economy is upside down. You got scandals in the White House, cocaine. Everything is crazy right cocaine? now. Cocaine? You're talking about cocaine found on the grounds of the White House? Yeah. That's a stretch, never, Pastor I've Lowry. Known, I thought I've you said. Known, I've never known, <laughs> out, of, out of these 66 years, I've never known a presidency to be as corrupt as what I see right now. And it's not going to benefit. Okay, you know what? I I guess we don't have time to talk about the House of Representatives because I understand you have to go. But um, can you? (laughs) No, you know, you want to know the truth, still, but the truth hurts because, like I said. The truth hurts. Can we get a speaker? I don't care. I don't care about the politicians or. Well, but if we can't approve a budget, nobody's getting money for anything. folks who are suffering now. That's what I care about. Yeah, and we're going to suffer a lot more if we don't get a speaker in the House of Representatives. We're going to continue to do it. If we don't get involved and get good true leadership, like all the old leaders like Maxine Waters been in office forever and black people ain't got nothing in California. Um, okay, so let's be real. Actually, Just not like the Jesse truth. Jackson and Al Sharpton, what have they Okay, done you know what? We're, we're, all up, we're all up in the news right now, uh, Pastor so, Lowry. If you want to say a final statement when we come forward, you can do that. I know your time is tight. Otherwise, I'm gonna, we're going to have to leave it there. Listen, nothing is benefiting the black community. Until black folks get back to God, we're going to suffer for this. Pastor Lowry, thank you. KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> KBLA Talk 1580 is an intervention. When we come forward, includes you. KBLA Talk 1580, turning pain into power. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where everybody is somebody and nobody is a stranger. You belong here. Pastor David Lowry. Um, if you want to talk back to the talking points, now's the time to call me. 800-920-1580. 800-920-1580. That was like a talking point to Palooza. Uh, there were so many of the sort of classic hits coming one after another, but interestingly enough, weaved in with this sort of Ankh-right, um, um, it's like Hotep with flashes of, uh, progressivism stirred in for flavor. Very interesting. Uh, reminds me a little bit of, um, well, some other people I know. Let me leave it there. I don't want to put somebody on all the way on blast this morning. But, okay, so let's talk about it. This is a former Democrat. 
And many times I find when these folks, uh, when they when they make the transition, uh, when they go backward instead of forward, like, you know, what's the opposite of progress? Backwardness um, is uh, when they go over to the conservative side, especially when you're talking Project 21, which whether they call themselves Republican or independent is a very, very conservative organization that usually there is an opportunity at the end of that rainbow of the pot of gold, or um, there's somebody, somebody hurts you. It's that, you know, that ever relevant question who hurts you in this case, I'm not sure, but it sounds like it's been uh, lucrative as the host of the let the truth be told podcast. So I think we have to, we, you know, it's the, it's getting in the question lane. Good, good for who, um, what, um, who are you serving? Who profits by what you're saying? Um, this talking point that I hear over and over again, Black Lives Matter took billions of dollars and hasn't done anything. Well, first of all, the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation is in possession of $100 million plus dollars that were collected from average people uh, for the Black Lives Matter movement, which is a global movement. It's all these people. It's you and me who marched in the streets, regular, ordinary people. Then you have the 33 chapters, which are part of Black Lives Matter grassroots. Those are the people that actually protest and go out and, you know, um, make change, right? And I, I don't know, you know, maybe Chicago didn't seize the moment, but I think that's not the truth. We saw millions of dollars moving in corporate ledgers over uh, to black organizations. We saw hiring uh, of black people in key positions. We saw legislation such as here in Los Angeles, uh, Measure R, Measure J, which didn't defund police, but actually emphasize care first, alternatives to incarceration. All these things come out of that protest testing that you, me, and others did. Now, when you talk about individual organizations, there are many. There are those local chapters, which are, you know, in 33 of them right now um, across the country that are part of Black Lives Matter grassroots. It's the original formation of Black Lives Matter, but they distinguish themselves now by adding grassroots because of the um, shenanigans, the criminal shenanigans taking place at the Global Network Foundation, which actually has taken that money uh, and the social media platforms in the good name of Black Lives Matter and is now controlled by some um, consultants that were brought in to do administrative uh, marketing and other things for Black Lives Matter. And then when during the transition, when... Uh, Patrice Cullors stepped down. They um, wrested control of that organization and all of those dollars. What are they doing with the money? Well, they enrich themselves. They're the ones who bought that house and, you know, the fancy house in North Hollywood, uh, which initially I didn't understand that. And they do give money out to some organizations, some families, impacted families, mostly, um, you know, to buy their silence. That said, I'm sure that money is actually when they do that uh, is helping people through those impacted families and the work that they're doing on the ground. Um, but the movement continues without those millions. There were no billions, Pastor. That never happened. We saw billions moving ledgers uh, in government programs 
and things that happen because of the consciousness raising and community pressure, the public opinion of Black Lives Matter. And if you deny that, then you're either not paying attention or you're just not telling the truth. Um, so it's the, it should be, let the truth be told, but not on my show um, conversation. 800-920-1580, do you want to clap back? Migrants taking money. I know a lot of black people do feel that we're in competition with immigrants, migrants, refugees. Um, and sometimes that is the case. But as far as getting money, nobody comes here and gets $9,000. That doesn't happen. You think we have a lot of people now. If we were handing out that kind of money, we'd have a lot more than we do now. It's just not the truth. It, it's a talking point that resonates because people feel angry that they're being asked to speak Spanish on jobs or that they feel they have to compete like what we're seeing in LA with the hotel workers hiring the hotel, the big hotels hiring um, vulnerable refugees as scabs <laughs> to um, try to break a strike, that kind of thing. But, and I understand that, but no one's handing out money. It's something that taps into the anger that people feel or the concern and fear that people have, not paying attention to the, f to the important role that um, migrants play in the functioning of our country. And so it's something people want to believe, but it's not supported by the facts. Um, it's just simply not supported by the facts. Oh, there's more, but I think Q wants to jump in on the convo, so we'll go to Q in L.A. Uh, grand rising to you, my sister. Thank you, sir. Okay. I was, I'm, a, I'm a little bit perplexed about this man uh, who claimed to be a pastor. It seems like he didn't do his homework. Everything that he said was out, out, out of field. It, you know, it doesn't, uh, I guess it's mixed up the, the functioning of Black Lives Matter and that of the government. Because <laughs> some of the things that he, <laughs> you know, some of the things that he, he said or he spoke of <clears throat> are the functioning of the government, not the functioning of the Black Lives uh, Matter movement. And so this man did not do his homework before getting on the phone. And he speaks very bad about a pastor who will get on the phone and make a mockery or make a nu nuisance out of himself. And maybe uh, <laughs> representation of his of his congregation. I mean, I don't know. Maybe uh, the congregation he want to go on the air to prove to the congreg his congregation that uh, he was on the air challenging something. But he was uh, really, really, it was a sad excuse for a pastor. You know, I'm sad, sad to say that. But that's my first thing. That yeah, my second thing is that I know there is a legal matters that uh, pertaining the uh the global network yeah. um hijacking the uh uh the movement and the funds that um uh, belongs to the black lives movement now what is the uh uh the latest latest on this uh, uh on this legal uh proceeding the latest is that um the global network foundation and their 
uh, super um, expensive lawyers put an anti-slap motion on Black Lives Matter grassroots and a judge upheld it after initially saying she would not, meaning that Black Lives Matter grassroots, the real Black Lives Matter, the um, did not get their day in court. We're not able to. In other words, GNF didn't say, no, we didn't steal the money. We didn't steal the platforms. They didn't say, they didn't deny enriching themselves. All they said was, you are, through the slap motion, you are impinging on our free speech and our ability to raise money. And the judge shut down the entire case on that basis. Um, BLM Grassroots is, is considering um, uh, appealing that. They're considering other legal action. But in the meantime, the Global Network Foundation, with the millions of dollars raised by regular people like you and me to support the movement, is now suing G uh, the, the regular grassroots. GNF is suing Black Lives Matter um, for legal fees. They are. That is why uh, Dr. Melina Abdullah wrote this piece called um, The Attempted Murder of of uh, the of the movement and uh we'll continue that when we come forward because it, it it's uh, interesting they have gone after the press and they have gone after the movement that's what they're doing they're using the dollars we donated to try to kill the movement and try to muzzle the press it is an astounding turn of events kbla talk 1580 She's reclaiming her time on KBLA Talk 1580. More First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. Your ancestors' favorite radio station. Radio station. And your favorite morning show host. Let's get back to Dominique DePrima right now. Right now. Right now. We're talking with uh, you. Q made the point. He called in uh, talking about the pastor, David Lowry, and, and the pastor's talking points about Black Lives Matter, which can be found in the New York Post at FARC. Um, right-wing conservative, um, I'll call it a rag, <laughs> that prints talking points every single day, and they're trying to make you confused, right? Because these funds, I, I love the way you put it, Q, you said uh, they've been hijacked uh, by the Global Network Foundation, who calls themselves Black Lives Matter, who controls those platforms. If you want to know what work is actually being done, Pastor Lowry, you should follow BLM Grassroots because that's where you can see the work of the actual 33 chapters of people on the ground. I mean, we, you know, we've seen major changes here um, in Los Angeles and throughout the nation because of the work of BLM. But what I was, exp you asked me for the update. And so right now, the latest, latest is that GNF, the Global Network Foundation, which is originally founded to be the money arm uh, dealing with the money that was pouring in during 2020. Before that, BLM had no money. They were operating out of their own pockets. Um, and it's been stolen, usurped by these uh, consultants. Well, now they're suing grassroots for their legal fees. And um, they are trying to, what, what um, Dr. Malina Abdullah wrote in her piece is that they're trying to bankrupt individuals and organizations in order to kill the movement um, using the insider knowledge that they have, using the funds that we donated. And now uh, the L.A. Sentinel and the Los Angeles Progressive both published Dr. Abdullah's piece criticizing GNF and sharing the latest. Uh, in fact, I'll post it today if you want to see a cue uh, on my uh, De Prima radio and, and on KBLA 1580. Um, and, and they have called, uh, they have sent cease and desist letters to those black 
black-owned publications telling them to take that down and trying to bully the black press into not covering this using their deep pockets. It's just amazing. Uh, Q, I don't know if you wanted to land, but I hand the mic back to you so you can if you would like to. Well, the thing is, a question that I have is that this judge, <clears throat> is, he a, <clears throat> is he a Republican judge or what? I was, it was a woman judge. Uh, she, she was appointed. Uh, she is a Republican. Uh, my understanding is she is a Republican, but, um, you know, judges are supposed to be nonpartisan. But, you know, you and I know that uh, they, for so many ways, they've been trying to um, silence the BLM. And uh, the progress that BLM made, yeah, I think it blew their mind. So whatever they can do to um, really degrade or shut down the uh, the movement, they will do it. And no, no one is as good at doing that as the Republicans are. Yeah. I think that's what prompted me to ask that question, that is she a, a Republican? Uh, or Because most of these judges are... They all have political affiliation, and some of them were appointed by various political parties. And yeah. uh, I won't be surprised one bit if uh, she's a Republican. Well, yeah. if reportedly, and, so, uh, I'm, and I don't know, but reportedly so. But here's the thing. She initially said she was leaning toward ruling in favor of grassroots, of Black Lives Matter grassroots. But in the end, after taking months, she ended up siding with GNF. So it makes you wonder what happened in the interim um, but in any case, it, it ain't over to it's over. And as, um, you know, Akili and, and, and Joseph and others in the movement have pointed out time and time again, Black Lives Matter started with no money and, you know, and moved the needle. And even if the, all of their money is taken and all of their platforms are taken, they'll just build it again. You know, we don't go away because of the corruption um, of these um, operatives. We just have to overcome it. And the best, most important thing is that we know the truth, and don't get confused by the talking points. Uh, taking your phone calls, KBLA Talk 1580. Broadcasting live from Lower Park, USA. USA. Welcome USA. back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio, KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, yes, it's important to, and you know, awareness is the key to everything. You can't change it until you're aware of it. So when we know we're being... Uh, gas lit, gas lighted, however you say that, with talking points. It's important to at least acknowledge it and then we can work on, um, then we can work on counteracting them, de, uh, defanging them, neutralizing them, or unpacking them. D from Long Beach, Ola Hotep Jambo, what's up? Good morning, Dominique. My ears were burning. Um, <laughs> I bet they were. <laughs> um, number one, why am I a black Republican homosexual? Uh, the answer <laughs> is... It was the, the way you is, said homosexual for me. I'm sorry, D. Abraham Lincoln was a serial failure in correspondence law school student. So that's that's one of them. Um Okay, so I, I'm I'm not really sure what you mean about by that, but um, but let me just ask you how you felt hearing that guy talk about, um, you know, s somehow making this I, I connection it, I that. It's a bit early to introduce. 
I think it's a bit early to introduce certain topics to uh, children. Right. Okay, uh, and and and, and there's no me. evidence that fifth graders are being taught about a gay lifestyle. But my question was about the correlation between, and I do want to hear what your grandmother told you, the correlation between any kind of LGBT education and people not being able to read. Well, at some point, I mean, but the, the television is what propounds those um, behaviors. Or, or, yeah. T- we, 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 we behave, behave by what we're shown. So... You know, TV is what teaches us how to act. <laughs> That's sad, but true. Okay, real quick, what'd your grandma say? Sorry. My grandmother that. told me that the church was the school. So I favor an ecumenical approach to hunger, poverty, and lack. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, we're going to agree to disagree. I think it's great for the church to play a role, and I love that churches across the country are stepping up with black history. But I don't think we that we our schools are supposed to be teaching too. We pay them to do that, so I think we can't just let them off the hook. I don't think people not go into teaching besides the crummy pay. Yeah. Well, we'll have to continue this conversation um, on another day. I hope you'll call me back. It's important, you know. We do have a learning gaps. We do have uh, lags compared to the rest of the world. What do we do about it? Um, is it the church's job? <laughs> is the problem critical race theory or LGBTQ education? I doubt that. But uh, looking forward to meeting our next guest when she shares her personal story. That's next on KBLA Talk 1580.